Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to super duper welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for tuning us in, turning us on. We've got a great lineup for you today. Kicking a fabulous show off. Something that's really, really super important to me. Healthy homes and the importance of indoor air quality. Amy Tuillis is joining us here today of Rhino Roz Realty. And for those of you that don't know about Amy and who she is, I'll tell you who she is. She's somebody that is not only passionate about making sure that those of you out there have the what I call the American dream, but I call it the American dream plus 10. And what that means is it's having the American dream. Know that you can own a home. Know that you can live in a place that you can call yours. Yes, you can. And, you know, I know this really, really well. I've owned several homes myself, built a home from scratch, and understand the importance of that. And there's just something about it that I so believe in, even today in this country. And now that the real estate market, for those of you that <laughs> that watch that reality show, million-dollar realtor guys from L.A., Oh, that is awful. Um, but for those of you out there, you're you're hearing that this is really an incredible time right now. It's an incredible time for those of you out there that own your own homes, that want to buy a home. But more importantly, it's 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 the American dream plus 10. And what is the 10? Here's what the 10 are. If you're like me, you grew up in a neighborhood where for most of the time you did not think about the quality of, of anything in your home. You didn't think about the lead paint that the windowsills were made of. You didn't think about, you know, the fact that you're living in a city where um, the air that you breathe. This is me now, by the way, probably not you guys that live here in Snohomish County. Um, You're not thinking about this. But if you're anywhere close to any kind of highway, any kind of population, you know, you will notice a, a reduction in the quality of air now. Having said that, think about air in your home. Think about this. You know, for those of us that grew up, we didn't even have a sense of what black mold was. We didn't even have a sense of any kind of mold. Um, We didn't have a sense that the quality of the air can affect you, can affect your children, can affect your parents, can affect all of us. And by the way, we're starting to get some information now that tells us that the quality of your air And what happens in your home comes from stuff you got in your home. I call it stuff. But we have some folks joining us here today. Amy, of course, is joining us here today. But we also have um, a guest host coming in here with Amy to talk about the many, many things that we do. 
So, for example, I had been schooled on rug padding, rug padding, not the rug. We didn't even get to the rug, but the padding, how you pick out the padding for your rug. If you're going to have rugs, how you pick that out is super important. But did you ever think about what happens if your rug is down there and the padding is down there and the stuff comes up from your basement, right? The furnace stuff comes up. Everybody thinks, oh, I got this stuff in the basement. It's not affecting me. I got it in the garage and it's not affecting me. You know what? Do yourself a trick. Sherry's going to tell you about this, but do yourself another trick. Take one of those mops that have all the edge on it and take your mop and put it into your air vent, your return, and you will be shocked at what you're going to find. Why is this important? Because for me, you know, part of my own health journey is understanding the things and what I've subjected myself to. You know, what does it mean to be in a home that constantly has a wet basement? I lived in in a home that has a wet basement over there in uh, Green Lake for uh, five years, six years. Never thought about it. Never thought about what was going on. But I'm not an expert on this. I'm not an expert on air quality. But today's guest is Amy uh, is joining us here today. As I said before, she's the broker and owner of Reiner Ross Realty. Born and raised in the south of Chicago, so she can talk a little bit about air and air quality. Last time we talked about pizza, but today it's all about air. Um, And then how did that change her life? How did it shape her into moving and transitioning into a real estate industry. But it's not that she just transitioned into a real estate industry. It's the, it's the plus 10 part that I want to share with you. It's the part where you move into a real estate industry, but you also understand the technology behind it. You understand the green aspect of it. And beyond her doing business all over King and Snohomish County, you know, she has and and is someone that knows what it means to buy a home in the Pacific Northwest, to live here, because there are some situations here that don't exist in other parts of the country. I mean, you're not going to live in Arizona and talk about mold, I don't think. Uh, But for the most part, this is a place where we have to really be mindful of what our homes are about. And, you know, part of this is her... um, absolute commitment and honesty to each of our clients about what a green, green level of awareness is about. You know, she's also part of the National Association of Realtors, green designation. And, you know, part of EcoBroker certified a certification. What does that mean? That means she cares about not just selling your house, but she cares about how you're going to live once you buy the house, what you're moving into. And that is a blessing. Because think about it, your health, your kids' health, your parents' health, everybody that you know, we are so now health and mind conscious about what we do in the world, but we just do not have the tools. We don't even know that you can go out into the world and test things. Uh, Sherry Zayner is also uh, joining us here today on the show. And, you know, part of this is being able to talk about what her role is in public health. What, the, what does she do? What does she stand for? How she is so absolutely committed. These are the tag team right here. These are the tag team people of air quality. If you want to know stuff about your home and whether or not you're living in a healthy, green, friendly home and breathing air that's going to keep you in perfect health, this show's for you. If you're interested at all about any of this, this show's for you. If you're concerned about 
you know, what is it that happens when you turn on that air conditioner? And by the way, when you fire up that heating system here real soon, we're going to fire it, almost fired up mine the other day, Benny. This is the show for you. Welcome to the show. Great to have you both here. Amy, great to have you back. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Air quality. Somebody said to me a while ago, it's a big deal. You know, you grew up in New York. Air quality, crap. You know, honestly, it's everywhere. I mean, I think we're getting lessons over and over and over again. But the thing we don't talk about is the air quality in our homes. We're talking about the air quality in our street, talking the air quality. We actually, the homes and the offices, we don't even talk about it. I have a friend that does nothing but go, she's a doctor. And what she does is environmental studies in office buildings for people, wondering why all of the people in the office are sick and tired and fatigued. And they're wondering about this. So let's talk a little bit about what this is. You know, what is the importance of indoor air quality beyond, you know, my personal story about health and wellness? What is the importance and why is this such a hot topic, Amy, now? Well, it's like you said, there are people in homes and office buildings who are sick and they're wondering if it's something, you know, happening within their health or or is it an environmental factor that's causing it? And people breathe an average 3,000 gallons of air a day. So air is a big deal. You know, the the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency said that poor indoor quality is the fourth largest environmental threat to our country. I mean, that's big. As I said in the last show, that's more people dying from poor indoor air quality than high cholesterol. It's an invisible killer. I mean, come on. I know when I'm pouring that popcorn butter on, that's not even butter. When I'm pouring that butter stuff on my popcorn, I'm getting what it's doing to my body. But air is different. I mean, to be fourth in a world where there are so many things, to be fourth is huge because it is this invisible, silent, slow death, as a friend of mine said. It's really a slow death. Sherry, thank you. I want to welcome you to the show. It's great to it's have a you pleasure here. Pleasure to be here, Pat. Um, so let's talk about this. I mean, you know, you should weigh in on this. You've probably seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the really disgusting in terms of this. You know, what can you talk about and share about why this is important? And, you know, what's been your role in this? It's, uh, it's important to recognize because it is invisible. Uh, when people are in their homes, uh, they are more concerned about how it looks. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's sight unseen, so people don't pay attention to air quality. Um, it's, it is important because indoor air is uh, much more toxic than our outdoor air. Homes act as a reservoir or a sink. Things collect in our houses, and they don't go back out. You know, and, and, and people spend 90 to 95 percent of their time indoors. I mean, yeah. it's it's nice outside right now. And a lot of people are outside. But uh, for the most part, with people working, people are indoors 90 to 95 percent of the time. And your indoor air quality is two to five times worse than it is outside. Really? How How's that? Well, I mean, you know what I mean. How, how's that? It's because, how's that? yeah, it's because we bring contaminants in and they never leave our house. Right. Uh, there have been studies done where they've taken samples of heavy metals in the air in neighborhoods and take a, and and found them to be, you know, pretty high. Taken samples of heavy metals in the soils in their yards. Okay, found something in there. Then they go in the house and they t- take samples of the dust and find heavy metal concentrations off the chart because they get into the house and they don't leave, Mm. mostly because people aren't cleaning or they're tracking them in. 
you know, the contaminants on their shoes. They don't take their shoes off when they come in. Well, that's a really good point. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I went, um, I stayed with a friend not too long ago and I went in the house and I went to take a shower. And I was like, I had to get out of the shower. And I said, man, what's that thing you got over your shower drain? I said, I mean, is that like, you know, what are you doing? She said, oh, that keeps the gases down. And I thought, oh, gas. I'm like, gases. What's wrong with your house? And But she explained it to me later. And I hope we talk about this. Um, It wasn't like she had a gas leak. But she obviously was more knowledgeable about what comes up from our drains than what we put down. And then if we put junk down, uh, cleaning junk, it's amazing the cleaning stuff that's out there, isn't it, Amy? Is it scary? It is scary. I know. And I mean, the other thing with the indoor air quality, obviously everyone thinks about, you know, health and we're talking about indoor air quality because of health, but it's not just health. Having poor indoor air quality can cause structural damage to your house. So it's all related for your house and your health. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about air quality. For those of you out there, if you've got any questions at all about this, please feel free. We've got the experts in the house today. Give us a shout. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. The other thing is go ahead to the Dr. Pat show or Transformation Talk Radio. You can ask your questions there as well. We'll get your questions on air. Anything that you need to know about this, let us uh, try to help you. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. Living in a world with no On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Rise Realty, is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Rise Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Rise can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at RhinoRoz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. 
We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you ready to have all your relationships work for you? Those with your family, friends, and coworkers? Perhaps with a lover? How about with your body and your money? Ask Susan, relationship counselor, life coach, and access consciousness facilitator, Susan Lazar Hart, has assisted thousands in creating relationships that truly work for them. Ask Susan, a monthly telecall where you can be heard and receive simple tools to apply to all your relationships. AskSusan.net. That's ask-susan.net. Love that song. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, Benny. Hi. How are you today? Breathing. (laughs) (laughs) What is that song that I love? Uh, Okay, it's a little old school, The Air That I Breathe, The Hollies. I believe. Oh, that's a good one. So I'll have to look for that. All right. That's a good one. Um, Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We're talking about something really super important. And, you know, we're going to break it down for you, thanks to Amy and Sherry. We're going to break it down for you in a way that um, not only is it going to make sense, but it's going to give you some tools and some tips. And we're going to separate the truth from the myth around this as well. Uh, because there, there's a lot of things out there that are scaring people right now, but we want to separate some things. And, you know, how do you get to the source of what's really going on? We also have a really cool giveaway later on in the show, uh, a one-two-hour indo- one, indoor air quality assessment. Sherry is going to be doing that. We'll tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, before the break, I mentioned about visiting my friend and having the cap over the, the thing. And... You know, I didn't get into it with her about what, she, you know, but I, I really clarified. I said, like, gas, like what? Propane. And she went to explain a little bit about what was happening. Um, but I want to talk about that. I mean, there are elements that are entering our air in our homes that I think, Sherry, and uh, as you said, not necessarily from the car driving down the street. Well, right. Like- Last week, you know, we had talked about energy efficiency. Yeah. And that I purposely had that show before indoor air quality because indoor air quality is directly related to how energy efficient a home is because air pollutants can enter the house through air leaks in the structure. Oh, that's a good point. Right. I've had actually clients who have said, oh, my house has great indoor air quality because we had weatherization done. Um, sometimes we have unintended consequences from doing that, and it can exacerbate problems mm-hmm. if there are problems already. Um, when you think about your house, think about all the wall cavities and your basement or your crawl space. Those are, that is not fresh air in those locations. And our houses all have what's called the stack effect. Hot air rises. Houses are like a chimney. Air is always coming in from the bottom and leaving through the top. And the air is passing through wall cavities. And it comes out all of our wall penetrations for our electrical and plumbing. And so with your friend who was concerned about her drain in her shower, I am thinking that maybe there were some... um, 
stinky there was stinky air coming from around mm-hmm. her plumbing, not necessarily through the pipe itself. Right, right. Unless there wasn't a pee trap on her uh, drain, on her. her. I, I don't know. I, I I think it was just for me. It was a level of awareness. I mean, she went on to talk about some of the other things she had done, uh, which one of them, which we're going to talk about today. You know, the fact that uh, we can check a house out for how efficient it is. We can also check a house out for what the quality of our air is. And, you know, that's an important thing. And we're actually going to give one of those away today. But that's an important thing to talk about. You know, uh, Amy, from your point of view, you know, I want to ask you about some of the things you've come across that affect the air quality. I know we've mentioned a few of them, but what are some of the others that affect the quality? Yeah, there's probably about, I would say, seven different categories that can affect quality in the house. Um, One of them is biological pollutants. And this is, you know, pet dander, pollen, mold. Um, Another is, you know, all the um, combustion pollutants from your furnaces, fireplace, anything, your gas stove. Um, that adds to the indoor air quality. Um, and then you have formaldehyde, which is commonly used in a lot of building materials. It's the glue, mm. and that does get released in into your house. Um, uh, associated with that as well in materials is VOCs. Everyone's heard about VOCs, and those are, you know, in paints. There's also semi-VOCs, <clears throat> which is a new thing that I've learned about, you know, that are in um, the foams of your couches. And yeah. you have to think about that. Flame retardants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, lead dust if you're living in an older home as well as asbestos. And those are all the things that kind of combine together and they do affect the air quality in our house. Okay, I got a question for you because this is something I had a debate with someone a couple of months ago. You know, that popcorn stuff in the ceiling, some of it is asbestos and some of it is not. Some people take it down, other people paint it and they think they've solved the problem. Well, I think, you know, Sherry has mentioned ceiling, you know, does reduce things being... Into the air. Um, the asbestos has to be friable, crumbly in order for you for it to get in the air Got for it. you to breathe yeah, it okay. and, uh, you know, potentially cause okay. um, asbestosis. Um, if it the ceiling is in good condition, yes, you can seal it and leave it there. Okay. Uh, if you're planning to do a remodeling project and that's going to have to be messed with, then you would want to have it tested to see if it has asbestos in it. Yeah. Ask me how and, I know about asbestos. Oh, you probably had it in your house? No. No? I, my former life, I was worked for the phone company, and one of my oh. jobs was all the facilities management and the facilities planning. So when the divestiture happened, um, AT&T gave our company, the research company, some buildings. Well, oh boy. one of the buildings they gave us was a huge, very, very tall building in Piscataway. And we wondered why... It was Why a liability. <laughs> are they giving us this beautiful building right in the middle of why? Why? Had to tire asbestos steel. Yeah. The entire, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you. Um, and actually, I don't know how they picked that up. But, you know, that's just one of the things. There are other things that we, we do and we bring into our homes every day. And we just don't get how it's affecting us. Right? Right. What are some of the other categories? Um. Well, like I talked about, you know, flame retardants, which is a huge thing. I think that's something people really really need to understand, you know, as well as phthalates, which um, is a chemical that's, you know, put in plasticizers. Soft -hmm. Soft plastics. Right. So So one of the things you can think about is uh, indoor dust is 40 percent by weight organic material. That's because humans slough off about one fifth of an ounce of 
dander per week. And depending on how many people, they say, and when you think about how light and fluffy dander is, that you know that's that's a considerable volume of dander. So that builds up in our house. Yeah. Um, what that means is, is a lot of these chemicals that are very persistent in our environment, like pesticides and mm-hmm. the flame retardants, mm. they're semi-volatile and they like to stick on to organic matter, all that dandery junk. Oh. And so it acts like a sponge. That indoor dust is like a sponge and it holds on to those contaminants. And that stuff is all over in our carpet. And they're semi-volatile, which means sometimes they're in the air and sometimes they're sh- sucked on to uh, maybe your children's toys laying on the floor mm. where the children's toys go in the mouth. Mm. Or the dishes you leave in your dish drain. Sure. Yeah. Benny got a dust dude. Got dust the house. <laughs> what are you doing looking in my windows? I'm just... <laughs> I always tell people I tell people to clean for health, not for aesthetics. You know, if you grow up in an Italian family like I do, you you clean because you grew up that you're going to go to hell if you don't clean. That's why you clean. That's that's and you know that's not a bad thing. Kind of grow up like that, right? I mean, I just I'm in the habit now. Yeah. But honestly, I I grew up in a, in a family where I don't know I don't know what it was about the old. I yes I do I know what it was. My family cooked a lot, and my grandparents did a lot of fresh cooking. And so there was food everywhere, and the kitchen – I don't know the rest of the house. I just have this thing about the kitchen. The kitchen was super clean because they used the the countertops a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what would happen if we used our countertops today <laughs> to cook food? Can you even imagine? Yeah. That's – but I want to ask you about how this all affects health because I mentioned to it, Amy, earlier. I mentioned it a little bit. And then I want to talk about the testing part of it, mm-hmm. about what you can do about it. But I think it's important to really bring the health issue to the forefront because it's not just a few, you know, oh, I got a dust today. Mm-hmm. It's really a bigger yeah. issue than that. Well, and it's it's all related. It's like we talked about with eco-conscious living. Everything is related. You know, energy efficiency is related to indoor air quality. And if your indoor air quality is bad, it can not only affect your health, but it can also affect the structure of your home. And if you can start doing some, you know, things and being conscious of it, that in turn helps the environment. And it's just all connected and everything, you know, works together. But, I mean, people can have, you know, major health issues having poor indoor air quality. If, you know, you or your family members have sore eyes all the time and, you know, burning nose or throat and headaches and fatigue, you know, you might just think it's something going on internally when it actually could be from, you know, the environment that you're living in. Well, we've got a great question coming in here from Karen. Uh, what I'd like to do is take a short break. When we come back, Karen, I'm going to get your question on here. This is a really good question. Um, we'll get the question on here. We're also going to give away our um, our test. We're going to tell you what the test is about. For those of you that want to call in with questions, please feel free to do it, 1-800-930-2819. For those of you that are online listening, which a lot of people do now, um, you can just type in at the Dr. Pat Show, type your name and, you know, your question, or Transformation Talk Radio, and just type it in and we'll get your question. Karen, when we come back, we'll get this question on air for you. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with the show. I think Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. 
The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. Weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit NewEarthCentral.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Karen, we're going to get your questions on. Thank you. Great questions. Um, for those of you out there that um, would like to find out more about Amy and Sherry, let's just take a moment. Please, Amy, what's the best way for people to find out about you and then Sherry, you as well? Uh, com. I have um, a green library I'm building. I just put up a PDF that people can get some information on how to improve indoor air quality. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and I also have ecoconsciousliving.com. And I'm at sherryzaner.com. That's uh, just my name run together, C-H-E-R-I-Z-E-H-N-E-R.com. All right, cool. Okay, so we should finish up what we started to talk about before. You know, we started to talk about some of the health situations that are, are there. Then we'll get to Karen's question as mm-hmm. well. 
Well, besides, you know, health situations that people can have, um, you know, besides the, the, the light things I've talked about, sore eyes, you know, worse conditions can actually occur, such as people having allergies, asthma, heart disease. Um, people can have long-term conditions from poor indoor air quality. And, I mean, sometimes regarding, you know, carbon monoxide, death can even happen, which is, you know, why in January um, they passed everybody having carbon right. monoxide detectors. It's, it's a big thing. I mean, indoor people, about 2 million people a year die from poor indoor air quality. A lot of that is related to combust- combustible pollutants. Mm. And that is also related to radon gas, which we fortunately in the Seattle area don't have uh, a high risk for it. I know radon. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how I'm alive with all the air quality <laughs> issues I've had. You know, I just said one of the houses that I told you we built, this is New Jersey. Oh. It, it is the home state of radon. Yeah. I think. Well, when I hear people say, well, she had lung cancer and she never smoked a day in her life. Yeah. Well, then I think, hmm, yeah. exposure to radon. Well, and, you know, besides health issues, um, you can have a lot of structural issues that happen right. from poor indoor air quality. I mean, some of the most common problems, obviously, are mold, which we'll you know talk about window condensation. You can have structural rot. You can have peeling paint, um, backdrafting appliances, high utility costs, which, again, is related to energy mm-hmm. efficiency and just dampness. All of these things can occur, and it will start affecting your house and, and cost you more money in the long term while also you know making you have you – know, com- not good health. Yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, it's like we're talking about. It's even the the more esoteric side of that that we're seeing now in further research is, you know, looking at at exposure to some of these, what we were talking about, semi-volatile compounds that we can now find in dust. And we're starting to see correlations between uh, exposure to obesogens, things that are causing us to become fat, that we can actually be breathing, not just eating. Wow. <laughs> and that with uh, coupled with that's uh, gonna that's gonna get everybody to I get know. their house tested I know. there. Yeah, we, yeah, and coupled with diabetes. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do my research asthma. On that asthma one. is also on the rise. Yeah, uh, no, we've there, seen. There's no question about asthma and asthma in children. In, yeah. How many yeah. kids do you see it's, with inhalers? At one in ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, can I get Karen's question on? These are really two good, great questions. Karen, hey, thank you, Karen. Thanks for your question. Um, Several years ago, I woke up to find water gushing underneath our faucet, kitchen faucet. Uh, Water went all over the kitchen floor, which is uh, perco pergo type. We cleaned it up and never replaced it. Should should we have replaced it? And then there's another floor question. These are good questions. And then there's my rug question. (laughs) Okay. Okay. you know, the, the issue with the, the water is we, I don't really have a clear picture of how mm-hmm. extensively the, the water impacted this mm-hmm. kitchen uh, and how quickly the water was cleaned up. The, generally, the rule of thumb is if all of the building materials are dry within 48 hours, you should be good because mold usually starts setting up housekeeping at about 48 hours or more. Wow. Um, also, too, just to, depending on the products that are there, you said Pergo. I know that Pergo is laid down with a polyethylene film underneath. Um, maybe that trapped some water under there for a long period of time. Uh, you know, I just, I can't answer that exactly. But, yes, uh, I guess that to answer the question, the leading question on that is, could there be mold growth underneath there? It is possible. Okay. 
And here's the hi, another floor question. Uh, Swedish hard fl- Swedish hardwood floors. Should they be avoided since a person has to be away from their home for three to four days during installation because of toxicity? It's a great question. Well, the good news is that you are away from the house for an extended period of time to allow all of that off-gassing to occur. The compounds that are off-gassing are extremely volatile, and once they've volatilized off of your floor, um, the floor is pretty much rendered inert, and it shouldn't bother you. So, no, I I would not avoid hardwood floors. I would avoid them when they're being put down and for the whatever three days recommended, you know, to stay away from them. But after that. But isn't there something you can do in that case to make sure your house is aired out properly? You know, aren't there things that can, can that you can do if you're worried about that? But it's not the kind of toxicity we were talking about, about, you know, dust and stuff. I mean, well, correct. Ventilation. I mean, correct. you know, you just want to stay out of it for the, you know, three to four days. But you want to have your windows open. You want to have fans going. You want to keep the air moving so it goes out of the house. Right. Oh, OK. The company that's doing the installation should be setting up the fans mm-hmm. and blowing the air out. Negative ventilation okay. system blowing the air out of the house. Okay, she can mm-hmm. get her house tested. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about house testing if we could, because mm-hmm. this is a this is this is for you, Karen. This is for everybody out there because we can test our homes. What is involved in that? What does that look like? And what do we? And what does it find? So testing. I always chuckle when people call me and they say, "Can you test my air?" <laughs> and you know what is it? The EPA has listed uh, eighty three thousand chemicals. Which one do you want me to test for? And I'd be glad mm. to do it. No. Wow. What we have to do is put together a logical hypothesis on uh, what we should test for. So a test confirms a hypothesis for us. So when somebody asks me to do an investigation, the most important thing is to do the walkthrough. I look, it's my visual observations. What do I find there that is a red flag that's going to lead me to go, "Uh this could be what's causing our problem. Then we do a test to confirm that. So how do you, you know, identify problems in a house when you go in there? Uh, Well, um, you know, there. I look for sources. I mm-hmm. look for uh, good ventilation. I look for cleaning habits. I look for water leaks, um, you know, plumbing and roof leaks. Uh, I look for uh, maybe even hobbies. What, you know, what are their, uh, you know, pastimes that they're doing in the house? Um, I look for the condition of building materials. Um I also go into crawl spaces, not the favorite part of my job, right? and attic spaces to see what those look like. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think so what a, are you leading to? Well, I just think it's important to really understand that you know, having a professional come in to do an indoor air quality assessment uh, is what needs to be done. Sherry has over 25 years of experience in yeah. public health and environmental health programs, and you know she's conducted air quality investigations for the past 15 years. You really need a professional to be able to come in and walk around and give you some suggestions you know, about what she just sees off the bat. Um, I've had her come and do an air assessment at my house. I don't feel my family and I has any health problems, but I wanted to make sure that there's not anything visual. And, you know, there were definitely things that, you know, Sherry recommended. My kids' bedrooms are above our garage. Well, we need to think about the paints and, you know, all the chemicals that we store in our garage because they're basically going right up where my kids' bedrooms are. And so she's And exhaust from the cars. And every time you pull into the garage, close the door and you... 
trap all the car exhaust. So we're going to put, you know, in a, a fan in our garage, and when the garage doors lift up, it pulls that air out and, so and puts the it fan blowing out, not just around. Mm-hmm. That's right. the difference between people talk about uh, just you know blowing air around. That is circulation. What we're talking about is ventilation, taking the air out, good air coming in, mm-hmm. bad air going out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that one of the things that I, I think this kind of leads to is a conversation about, you know, the fact that having your neighbor over to take a look at your house is not the answer. I mean, everything we're talking about requires an expert to come in. And, you know, you want to learn that not the hard way. You know, you really you really do. Um, you want to be able to get somebody in that could take a look at something and give you an idea. But, you know, and part of this, though, is knowing what you can do. We've talked about a couple of things. You know, the dreaded furnace filter. Mm. You know, Linda, I'm coming to visit you. OK, change the filter. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, yeah. people don't people don't care about their furnace filters. You well, know? they don't. And it, yeah, and why do really we have them? I mean, you really do need to change them monthly. I would say, you know, before I really started educating myself, every six months, maybe if I was at Home Depot, I'd be like, oh, I don't know when I last changed it. And we oh. have religiously hmm. been changing it monthly, and it is disgusting every month. <laughs> it is. Yeah, the biggest uh, thing. Uh, I see happening is the people that have the electronic cleaners on their furnace, those really do need to be washed every month. What is an electronic cleaner? Is that a zapper? Yes, exactly. And I, you know, I see the worst of the worst because every house I go to has an issue. I don't see the good houses, right? right? And so I go to these houses, people don't even realize that they have to clean them, period. So no, who knows? It could be years that have gone by and people have not washed their electronic cleaner. Most of those can be pulled out and put in the dishwasher and washed. And it needs to be really? done once a month because the uh, the little zapper wires inside, if they 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 accumulate a char, and if there there's too much char on them, they don't zap anything. Mm. So if they're solidified with char all over, they're not doing a thing. So mm. what are some what are some of the other things that you find from doing an assessment? Oh, in someone's one house? of the things that's very frustrating to me is that people don't realize they have whole house ventilation systems installed in their home. Uh, it was required by code since 1991 that new construction have whole house ventilation systems. And I go into these pl- houses and they're not even operating. Uh, what people will see is a little dial, like, you know, those uh, little uh, uh, dials that you can use to set your lamps to come on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. At, at right, night. right, right. So it, it's a dial kind of like that with the pins on it so that you can, you know, push the pin in and have it come on every, you know, so often. And it should be operating eight hours out of a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Do you have about five air exchanges in your house? Is that what's recommended? Wow, you've got me on that one. I think it's three to five. Yeah, three to to five mm -hmm. complete air exchanges in your house to to keep it to keep things. Yeah, because all of our energy, uh, you know, efficient homes now. Right. Uh, don't allow the ex- air exchanges that we used to get through mm-hmm. drafty windows and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to give away, actually, when we come back. Should we do it when we come back, Benny, or should we do it during the, when we come back? When we come back, we're going to give away a, a one, two-hour indoor air quality assessment. So make sure you have our 800 number. We're going to take a short break right now. We'll be right back with the show. We're going to give you some tips. We're going to talk about, you know, what you could uh, learn to do immediately with your home. And then, more importantly, we're, we're going to tell you about uh, – what this costs to get a test like this done, uh, and what we're going to be talking about next. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. 
Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Come alive and shine with the Alive and Shine radio show with Adil and Savitri. Widen your perspective, learn to heal yourself, and clarify your power of choice so that you feel truly alive and shine. The Alive and Shine radio show is your how-to guide for creating a life in which your dreams come true. Listen live each Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time on KKNW or at AliveAndShineShow.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on the diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. The Divine Divas Radio Show with Patricia Iris Karens is dedicated to being love in action, light in illumination, and joy in jumping into the next new paradigms for humanity. Divine Divas Radio is evolutionary and soul-empowered, sharing insights of hope, love, and joy every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join the Divas as we step into the new era of oneness and peace together. Visit DivineDivasRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is, oh, we got some more questions coming in. Uh, we have a special giveaway. Amy, you want to tell everybody about what it is, and then I'll give out the phone number. I think it is really important for people to have indoor air quality assessments. And so uh, Rhino Roz Realty is going to pay for the first caller, I believe, yeah. um, to call in for a two-hour indoor walkthrough where Sherry will come and she will walk through your house and mm-hmm. give you some ideas and suggestions of how you can improve your indoor air quality. 1-800-930-2819. Mr. Benny is going to grab the first one he is out there. 1-800-930-2819. First caller. Thank you. 
Yes, I think it's I think it's really important. You know, there's a lot of things that people can do. It's a two-hour assessment. It's a two-hour two assessment. Hour and believe it or not, it goes mm-hmm. it goes you're quick. Di- I didn't want Sherry doing to leave. It, Sherry, right? Yeah, I'm good. doing it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. You're going to come back and tell us the results? Oh, I would keep that a secret. All right. 1-800. Okay, phones are off the hook. I'm so curious who the first one is. Benny's going to pick up right there. I got to know the question. I got to bring it up. Um, Joan. Hey, Joan from Linwood. Is there any value to the DIY mold test kits? Do they work? Also, is toxic mold the only mold I need to be worried about? I had to tune out for a few minutes, so I am sorry if you... No, we didn't talk about it. I want to talk about mold. I want to. Okay. (laughs) Do we want to talk about Joan? Joan, great question. Sherry, this is Uh, a great segment for mold. The do-it-yourself mold test, I believe what she's describing is basically a Petri dish that you just set out in a room, you know, that you suspect that there's mold growth in. And it's a settling plate. You just allow the dust to settle in the plate. The mold grows. You send it back to the lab, and the lab will tell you what uh, genera or genus and species of mold is in the plate. Well, it is not effective because it doesn't really reflect what you're breathing. First off, uh, particles have different settling rates. So the ones that are settling are the ones that are on that plate. It isn't addressing the ones that are still floating around in the air. So if you did the test and you did get a some kind of like strange name that came back, right, that's just the tip of the iceberg then is what I hear you saying. Yes. The thing is, is that we have mold spores all over the place mm, all the time. The do. word is ubiquitous. They're everywhere, of I course. I like that term. Yes. And so when I do an air sample, I take an air sample indoors and outdoors, and then we compare them to see, is there an unusually high count of mold spores indoors? And there's also uh, maybe just a handful of the mold genera that grow indoors, that amplify indoors. We don't find everything that's outdoors growing indoors. And I know what those are, and I have a tendency, I know where they have a tendency to grow. Mm -hmm. Some molds are just like plants. Some like it really wet, and some like it dry, like a cactus. Mm -hmm. Um, I can address the issue about, you know, what are the health effects from mold, and what is this big deal about The question that they're getting is, you know, uh, so they're talking about what what is toxic mold. Yeah. I mean, and we were chit-chatting about that. I mean, now, anytime you see any kind of black mold or anything that even looks like mold, you're like, ah! There are a lot of molds that are black. Mm. So just seeing a black mold does not mean it's the toxic black mold. <laughs> the toxic black mold is called Stachybotrys chartarum. It likes a sopping wet environment, and it particularly likes paper. Um, so think of the paper that is on wallboard. So, for example, uh, a place where you might see it growing would be if there's been a roof leak. Maybe it went undetected. And water was just drizzling down on the inside of a wall cavity mm. for a while before people went, uh-oh, this wall is wet. Mm. Well, the inside of the wall is really wet. And there is a high likelihood, if it's been going on for three or four weeks, that there could be Stachybotrys chartarum growing there. But there are a lot of other molds that grow in houses. Uh, might just be something maybe from humidity and there's a little mold growing on the sheathing in an attic space. That's probably not going to be stacky. It's black, but it's not going to be stacky. Um, And also, too, you know, all molds aren't toxic. 
And there are other things that affect us uh, from mold growth besides toxins. First off, all molds can be allergens, just like pollens can be allergens. So that's usually what's bothering people the most is that they're allergic to the mold. There's also MVOCs. We talked a little bit about VOCs in uh, flooring and whatnot. Well, molds produce VOCs too. That's why we call it mold MVOCs. They produce, uh, you know, those as part of their uh, metabolism. That's how we get beer and wine and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeast is, is like a That's mold. That's right. And they also produce Blue something. Blue cheese is yes. a mold. Yes. Well, it is. It's a penicillium mold. That's and that's right. one of the molds that actually does grow in homes. Um, and it's one of the molds that likes uh, just a humid environment. doesn't have to be really, really wet. But anyway, also molds uh, produce what's called beta-glucans. Beta-glucans are... Uh, they make our um, cell membranes a little bit more permeable so they can cause uh, upper respiratory irritation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, irritated eyes, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the last, of course, is the toxin. Um, Stachybotrys produces a toxin called trichothecenes. It's very toxic. Can you but, test that mm-hmm. or do you have to find a source mm-hmm. of it? You know what I'm trying it's to say? It's a lot easier and cheaper to just find the mold. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 But you would know where to look. Yep. So, for example, if you came in my friend's house and you saw that ceiling that, you know, like that had that water spot on it up in front mm-hmm. of the attic, right? Mm-hmm. The, the uh, what do you call that C- ceiling, cathedral ceiling thing? Uh-huh. You Both saw it. that water mm-hmm. spot up there. You'd be like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should look in your attic. Right. Exactly. That's the first thing I do is go up, if you can get in the attic, is go up and look in the attic mm-hmm. and see what's going on up there. Okay. See if there's been some standing water. Thank you, you know. Benny. We got a wiener, right? Awesome. Uh, okay, so let's talk about tools, tips. Yeah, there's there's numerous things that people can do to improve their indoor air quality. Um, I do have a PDF on my website, so if we don't get through all of this because we're, we're getting towards the end of our show, feel free. A lot free of great questions, you guys. To go to my website at rhinoraz.com. And if you click on eco-conscious living, um, I do have a PDF for tips to improve indoor air quality. But, you know, as Sherry was saying, um, humidity levels do cause a lot of issues in houses. And so if you, you know, monitor and adjust your humidity levels, um, that's going to really help a lot of hardware stores have, you know, humidity gauges that you can have. Right. Want to keep humidity down below 60 percent inside the house. Yeah. If it goes above 60, there is a potential for mold growth. Yeah, like if you have a dehumidifier that you have to change out, a five-gallon dehumidifier that you are changing out every day, hello? Yeah. May want to check that out. If people can, if they uh, can set their dehumidifier up to just have a hose that comes off of that collection tub to just run it down a drain. So they Great don't have idea. to be chained to dumping out that uh, that tub on a daily basis. Be- besides yeah. humidity levels, you know, we've talked about moving air around. Ventilation is really important. Um, you know, changing your furnace filters we've talked about regularly. And really being smart about the products that you that you choose and bring into your house because they are going to emit toxins into your house. Yeah. Use safe cleaning products and uh, try to move away from... Uh, fragranced products. Mm. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Uh, this is along these lines. I'm going to try to get it in. Uh, okay, so I have screens. Most of us in, is this, we, most of us live, that live here have screens. We have screens. We open our windows. We don't all have air conditioning. I know you're talking about changing the filter. Um, should we be concerned every time we open the open our window 
when our screens are dirty. You, do you understand the question? Oh, well, I think yeah. she's just she's made an observation that she's seeing dirt on her screens. And yeah. yes, that is coming into her house. Um, indoor air uh, is much more toxic than outdoor mm. air. Yes, it is worth it opening the window and getting some fresh air. Absolutely. I think wow. the, the final thing about tips that people probably don't like to hear, I know Sherry says when it's her recommendation, people get frustrated, is housekeeping people. <laughs> Routine house cleaning drastically reduces the amount of air pollutants in your house. And, you know, uh, damp dusting. It's not just, like she said, cleaning for appearance. It's you have cleaning to damp for dust. Health. Yes. yes. You have to damp. damp mop your floors as well. You yeah. do. And but, I'm not talking about spraying stuff yeah, on it. Right. Cherry, right. one last thing. Right. Websites again. I will be I will be back um, September 18th and 25th at 10 a.m. We'll be discussing um, green home building and construction with Martha Rose. Also, I am going to be launching a course for real estate professionals to get their continuing ed credits. It's a four hour course on indoor air quality. Send me some information that will be about happening that. In Amy, late you better September. make sure people. Did you take our class? Are you going to take it? It hasn't started yet. It comes in September, but I have taken the classes. You're going to be quizzed. Let's take a short break. Amy, Sherry, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Linda, I hope you're listening to this because I'm coming to your house. We'll we'll be right back with the show. Aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. Transforming the world. 